0: But with technology, again, like compology and other things that are out there now, we can do it remotely and really get a great, a better idea that's, that's real, really get a better idea of what's going on there and what they have to
1: This is the FM Evolution Podcast brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the evolution. Here's Sean Black.
2: What's up, guys? It's Sean Black at FM Evolution. Welcome back to another show. Uh, I'm, of course, Anger host and... Today, I'm super grateful, as usual, to be a part of such a really cool show where I can bring value to facility managers across the country by having guests on that really create change in their marketplace. Today, I'm talking with Dan over at Zeters. Now, Zeters is a waste management company, but they're really different compared to everyone else. They're kind of like the Uber of waste management. That's kind of why I look at it as you know, they manage nationwide and they employ technology uh, like Compology. Now, if you guys know, we were listening a couple of shows ago, we had Compology on and these guys are amazing technology using artificial intelligence and cameras inside of containers to be able to monitor the waste that is thrown in and dumped out. And, and it ends up saving about 30% on average for facilities. Now, That doesn't uh, maybe seem like a lot for just when you're dealing with waste, but you add that up over all of these locations and it is an incredible amount of savings. Now, you take that and you combine it with a company like Zetters that, you know what, is one of the fastest growing companies uh, in the country. Uh, They just got on the Inc. 5000 list. So I was excited to be able to sit down and talk with Dan and go through and talk about what it takes to become that kind of company. We talk about innovation, we talk about culture, and much more. So stay tuned; you're not going to miss this. But before that, here is a word from our sponsor.
1: Did you know that CGP Maintenance and Construction Services are also commercial plumbers? They added the plumbing division in 2000 and have been serving the nation's largest brands ever since. They offer everything from cleaning drains, camera work and grease trap repairs to full repipes and dig-ups. So when your brand needs commercial plumbing, remember to call CGP. They are ready to be on-site 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They specialize in restaurants, retail stores, commercial buildings and hospitality. No matter what your plumbing needs may be, CGP is ready and Because they are a maintenance company, they can make the repairs needed after the plumbing is completed as well. One call will do it all. Call them today at 858-454-7326 or check them out on the web at www.cgpconstruction.com. Give them a call today.
2: What's up, guys? It is Sean Black at FM Evolution. Welcome back to the show. Today, I'm excited to kind of do a follow-up to a previous show, but in a whole new perspective. Uh, I have Daniel Studer on from Zeters. Welcome to the show, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Sean. How are you? Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm so excited to have you on and, and really get a different perspective. Uh, we had Compology on at another uh, show and it was so, it was such a good show. It's such a good value that they bring and hearing it from you guys and what your guys are doing, uh, it's like the whole different perspective on a similar issue. But for those, uh, uh, well, you know, I always do like to ask Dan what people are reading. It's kind of a, a way to get to know you guys. So what what are you reading today?
0: Yeah, uh, great question. I am currently in the middle of a book called The Road to Excellence, mm. Uh, it is written by, um, Dave Matson, David Matson, who is the president and CEO of Sandler training. Not sure if you've ever heard of Sandler or not, but, um, it's a company that we use in, in our Ed Zeters waste, specifically in the commercial waste services division focuses on sales and leadership and management, um, and things like that. But, yeah. um, so really this is a leadership book, um, called the road to excellence. And, and that's where I'm at. Great
2: book.
0: Yeah, I found it
2: through some of their training. It's it's good stuff, man.
0: Good. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. And this one, uh, this one hits home and really talks about leadership and where we should be spending our time as leaders and, and what it really means to to be a leader. So um, that's what I'm currently reading.
2: Yeah. What's your biggest takeaway from that?
0: Oh, you know, so one of the, yeah, no. Um, you know, the difference, this is something that I didn't realize, um, as a younger leader, you know, years ago when I became supervisor and manager, and it was the difference between, um, coaching, training, mentoring, and supervising, right? There, there's a big difference. And, and really to me, if, if we can make sure that we're coaching, um, more than anything else, and then also listening more than anything else, it's just going to help us be, um, a better leader every day, every week, every month. And, and, uh, that's probably my biggest takeaway from, from this and just other leadership training that I've had through, through Sandler.
2: I love that. I'm, uh, I myself, I'm going through currently, uh, John Maxwell's training for coaching, uh, and, and being, and it's, it is learning how to coach is, is next level in your career to be able to help the people that you work with to succeed. Uh, So it's a big deal. It's a great book. And uh, I'll add it to my list.
0: (laughs) Cool. I'll send you a copy.
2: Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Hey, for uh, those who don't know who Zeters is, I I would love if you could tell us about the company.
0: Sure. Yeah. Um, So we, Zeters Waste, um, we are a nationwide waste and recycling company that really helps facility managers, property managers streamline their waste services across the country, across their portfolio. Um, you know, really what, what we hear from, from our customers and, and prospects is that there's a few things that they're really struggling with. And it might be communication. It might be poor service. It might be um, just not having the time to focus on waste and recycling removal, uh, one-sided contracts, all sorts of different things, um, pain points that we hear from our customers, right? Um, be it a, a, a restaurant owner, a manager, a facility, manager of a, a distribution warehouse, whatever it might be, they kind of all um, are related. And so we're here to try and help them with that, um, or at least see if we can help them with that. Um, so, so Zeters has been in business for 11 years now. Um, the owner of our company, John Farley, started in the waste industry uh, a long time ago, back with a company uh, named BFI. Um, and held uh, various uh, different positions within the waste industry at traditional hauling companies, right? Um, but ten years ago, we or eleven years ago, I'm sorry, we started Zeter's Waste, and we really started as a temporary um, site services company. Uh, someone that offers uh, roll-off containers, toilets, temporary fencing, temporary storage containers to construction sites or or residents, you know, across. Across the country, nationwide, really, um, and and that's where our focus was for a while. And when we started, we had seven employees, and today we just we just hit a hundred employees, which is really cool. So eleven years later, we have a hundred employees, and we're growing um, we're growing like wildfire. Um, and then, so three years ago, we started um, where I'm at, the commercial waste services division, which focuses more on the traditional. Uh, waste pickup or garbage service for facilities managers and businesses, and um, really the way to think about it is dumpsters that you would see behind a business or commercial building that gets picked up on a regular basis um, so that 's where we 're at today. We have our temporary site services side. we have our um, commercial waste services division. Um, we just built a brand new building down in Cypress, Texas or Houston, Texas, and uh, we're growing fast and you are not running. kidding,
2: man. listen. I just I mean I read earlier today and I had not realized we had talked to you earlier that you guys are uh well you are ranked uh 3925 on the Inc 5000 list. Now that's a huge deal. It's a 90% growth. We got ranked uh like 2 years ago on the Inc 5000 list. It is not easy. Like that is a big deal. So congratulations first on that. And I mean it just it shows that you guys the growth that you guys are doing and I wanted to ask you, I'm like, what do you think was uh, the biggest contributing factor for that kind of growth?
0: Oh, yeah. And, and we're really excited about that. It's, it's been challenging, uh, but um, totally blessed to have that opportunity to be on that list, I think, two years in a row now. Um, and also, uh, I believe we're on the list uh, two years in a row of top workplaces in Houston. So that's really nice. cool as well. Yeah. And and really, you know, taking that into consideration too, I think it's the culture of our company. You know, and it and it, it bleeds into customer-facing um situations. And it's just helped helped us grow the way we treat our employees, the way we treat our our customers. Um I, I gotta say that's probably the number one contributor to, to our success.
2: I love that. I think company culture is is always important. But I think people don't realize how important it really is to a company's growth. And if you have the right company culture that affects everything, every piece of that company uh, to really sell and, and, and serve other people, then you're going to have results like you guys are having.
0: Here yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And I'll just tell you real quick. Um, my divisions uh, vision and mission statement, right. kind of sums up what we're trying to do here and, um, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll read them to no, you. No, go quick. for it. I'd kind of love, you love to so hear it. Our, um, our vision statement for Commercial Waste Services Division um, is to create ongoing value for our clients, period. That's what we try and do every day when we come into work. Um, and if we're not doing that, then, then we've got to change course, right? Yep. Um, our mission statement for, for our division is that we simplify waste and recycling services for facility and property managers. So they operate more efficiently, period. That's, that's our, our goal. That's why we're here. Um, and that comes out again at our company internally and externally.
2: So I'm glad you bring it up because your company is a little bit different, right? But your model is, is a bit different than most waste management companies. I mean, you guys are managing waste collection nationwide. Uh, and, and working with uh, facility managers nationwide, how do you guys do that? Like, what what's the uh, the secret sauce there?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if there's a secret sauce or not, but uh, <laughs> so we are. We don't we don't own trucks, right? Um, we own some equipment, some compactors, but for the most part, we're an asset light company. So we don't own trucks, we don't own containers. Um, but what we do is is we help these customers, these businesses, manage their waste and recycling services um, again, in a, in a large geographical area. Um, and what we found when talking to them is if, if we call company X, Y, Z and they say, yeah, we have 10 sites spread right across the Southeast or Southwest. They use multiple traditional haulers across all 10 of those sites, right? It means they're getting multiple invoices, multiple points of contact, um, all sorts of different things that comes along with that. And, um, we're not saying that that um, traditional haulers don't have a place. There's a lot of great traditional haulers out there, right? Great companies. Um, and, and so what's really cool is that uh, our customers get the benefit of um, having one point of contact, you know, one invoice, uh, one person really focusing on their services, but they also get the benefit of multiple haulers because we, we still use multiple haulers, right? And we use them based off of, the service they provide in a market, which might, um, it might depend on their location to landfills, uh, transfer stations, location to our customer in that area. So, so our customers get the benefit of local traditional haulers, but the benefit of one point of contact for all their sites across the country. And that's something that's just been missing, I think, in in our industry for a long time. Um, There's been people that do it, but I don't think they were doing it um, with their customer in mind all the time. So,
2: so I, I want to make sure that everyone kind of understands. I mean, there is, there is a hassle in dealing with 20 or 30 or more companies when you're a facility manager and you're managing regionally uh, and sometimes nationally and you have to deal with not just one company per state, it's like you're dealing with multiple companies per state, sometimes multiple companies in the same city just to just to kind of get it all kind of put together and you have all these different bills and all this di- it is a nightmare. It, yeah. it is so much work. So simplifying it the way you guys do that's that's a pretty big deal.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You you're exactly right. It doesn't just have to be from state to state. It doesn't have to be San Diego, they have one hauler, Houston they have one hauler. You could take a major market like Houston or San Diego or whatever, LA, and one company might have um, three locations in that, in that market and they have three different haulers, right? And, and that's okay. It might make sense to have three different haulers in that market because again, there might be a benefit to using um, you know, one company on the north side of town, one company on the south side, and one company on the west side based off of cost, based off of service availability and things like that. But when you get into that communication standpoint, you get into um, um, really focusing on their services and trying to streamline them. You got to have one person. You got to have one point of contact, one company looking at it, one invoice, one contract. And that's where, where we think we might be able to help some people out.
2: I think it's huge. And that actually kind of runs into what I, I wanted to talk about on the show too is you know, we recently had Compology on the show and i was excited to find out that your company uses compology and it totally makes sense the way that you guys are running things right now with your model but can you tell us about making that change and how it impacted your company
0: yeah so um technology is something that our industry struggled with for a long time right um and so to see something like compology come out it's, it's really an awesome thing, right? it's, it's great for hauling companies. It's great for the end user, our customer. And I really think it's been um, a game changer and, and, you know, as much as as 2020 has been a, a tough year, um, that is one thing that's helped us and our customers get through 2020. Right. Um, but, but really, Compology, the, only, the, the main reason we've started using Compology, and, and they're great people over there, Jason and his team are awesome, um, is to create that value for our clients. That's it, right? Um, and so the idea behind it is, is to really make sure, first and foremost, there's a few things it does, right? But uh, first and foremost for me and my customers is to make sure they have the right service levels. You know, there's, there's a lot of facilities out there, restaurants out there, um, paying for services that they don't need. It's nobody's fault. They just don't realize it. And what Compology's done is give us true actual insight to what service level our customers need, whether it's a eight-yard container five times a week or an eight-yard container three times a week. Might be a big difference. It might not be a big difference um, from a monthly basis, annually, you know, 24-month contract, 36-month contract, which a lot of people have it be a pretty big difference.
2: So. Yeah. I mean, you have that over, you know, a couple hundred locations, over a thousand locations. Yeah. And it rolls, you know, that small savings. And, but some of the stuff they're doing is like, it, it's like 30%. It can Absolutely. be. And that's, that's huge. That's a huge amount of money. I don't think people realize how much money it yeah. is. I know, Sean, is I have... Do, but, but man, everyone else, that's, that's a tremendous amount of money.
0: Well, and to your point, I don't know that a lot of, um, I'll, you know, I'll get to this, but I, I don't know that a lot of facility managers do. Nothing against them. They just have so many other things going on that garbage pickup is the last thing on their list. If they have a to-do list, it goes to the bottom probably every day, unless yeah. it's not getting picked up, unless it's not getting serviced, right? Um, no,
2: that makes sense. You know, it's a lot of this industry is very much hair on fire. You know, it just is. It yeah, is. And these guys do the best they can to be very uh preventative yeah but it's mostly reactive
0: yeah i'll give you an example we have one customer just recently recently we reviewed um we reviewed their their sites through compology right so we have a compology camera on every container that we have out there now if you're a front load customer of ours which is the standard dumpster that's behind an office building or restaurant you're going to get the compology camera with our services it's part of what we part of our package right we have a customer that has uh, five containers across I think three or four different sites um, it's it's the rest stops i I'll, I'll tell you they're they're um, rest mm-hmm. stops. so not high volume right but we were able to find them a savings of you know close to seven eight hundred dollars a month right that they were spending on waste removal that they didn't need to be spending um, I mean think about what they can do with eight hundred dollars a month for the next thirty six months that's that's pretty good.
2: So no, that's you know, huge. an that example up a lot. of some of the
0: things we're doing. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I would tell you um, I, I'm excited to hear that that kind of technology is being implemented and used. And I think that's the way to go. I, I know in California waste management is getting more and more complex every single day. I <laughs> see so, yeah, I assume like there's a new policy that rolls out. Uh, thank you, California. We love you guys here, but, <laughs> but but, you know, they are leading the way uh, uh, across the country really on, on waste management and, and really kind of dealing with, um, you know, kind of a green uh, approach. Um, you know, sustainability is becoming almost a requirement here. Uh, so I wanted to ask you guys, you know, how is uh, Zooters helping facility managers with, with these kind of issues? Because it is getting challenging.
0: Yeah, it is. And it's not just California, right? There's other markets um, in the country. Just as an example, Austin has what they call URO, universal recycling ordinance, right? Which means that we have to provide or have as much recycling volume um, as we do waste volume. Okay. So if we have an eight yard dumpster or container getting serviced five times a week for trash, we have to have it for recycle as well. Okay. That's, that's great it's fine California uh, there's a lot of markets that are the same way yeah. same type of thing right so the first thing for me I think is is just we've got to identify what they actually have there what are they getting rid of what waste streams do they have is it OCC is it plastic is it what is it right um, and the way to do that is is through technology it's using things like compology it's using things like um, monitors on our compactors, right? Based off of pressure um, and understanding what the true volume of what waste stream is coming out of these facilities. Uh, you know, a long time ago, it would just be and not even a long time ago. It's still people do it now and it's not terrible, but we would go to the facility and perform a waste audit. But to really get a true idea of what you have, you have to go out there every day. You have to store it somewhere and see what's in there, physically look at it, weigh it, all sorts of different things, right? But with technology, again, like Compology and other other um, things that are out there now, we can do it remotely and really get a great, a better idea, data that's, that's real um, and really get a better idea of what's going on there and what they have to divert. Um, and that's what we should be doing.
2: It's a big deal i mean it it's interesting uh you know coming into facility management uh even in the last six years I've been doing this. technology is changing and touching every part of this industry uh and more and more every single day and, and I think it's great construction by itself has been behind uh, a a lot and and I think waste management is kind of the same you know scenario but leaps and bounds it's it's, you guys are changing the way that uh, people perceive and, and, and really kind of rely on companies that do waste management.
0: So I think it's a big deal. Um, Absolutely. We are Go ahead, bud. No, I was just going to say, and one of the things that that I want to mention too, when you talk about construction is just that um, maybe I didn't say this earlier. um, Not only can we streamline as a company streamline services um, across different sites, but when you talk about the construction industry, one of the things that we do for them, too, is offer all of, all of the services that they might need mm. for one site, right? Um, as opposed to having to call um, a different hauler for a roll-off container, um, a portable toilet company, a temporary fencing company, storage container company, right? We can do it all. We can offer all four of those services at one site. So uh, just another way that we're trying to help our, our clients out there.
2: More value. You know, it is definitely uh, unique. I don't think, uh, I don't know of any other waste management companies that do that altogether uh, and take, that, take the same approach that you guys are using to, to manage this process. So, to me, that's a huge value for facility management in general. And you guys range, at least like construction, but you also range in, into retail, hospitality, uh, uh, restaurants, obviously, chains, multifamily you know, uh, property management. So there's a wide variety of, of clientele I know you guys serve. Um,
0: Absolutely.
2: We, uh, I especially, and, and I love talking about innovation. That's a core part of just who I am. I, I love to innovate and I love to see innovation being um, rolled out. In, and And it doesn't have to be tech all the time, but I, I want to ask you, uh, what do you think is going to be the next thing that, uh, when it comes to innovation for waste management, I mean, you guys are kind of leading the way for what I can tell.
0: Yeah. I don't know. That is a really good question, right? Cause like I said, there hasn't been a lot of technology. There hasn't been a lot of um, new innovation that's come, come out in our industry. Um, really what I think, Sean, is that we're going to take this technology we have now monitors of, of containers, uh, sensors in containers, um, different routing softwares for cities and haulers out there right and we're just going to move it forward and it's going to continue to get better and better and better and more people are going to use it right um and it's really going to help us and and other hauling companies out there be more transparent with our customers which is what you know what i think needs to happen and i think that's the direction the industry is going to go so i don't know if there's going to be anything new that comes out but i just I just think it's improving upon what we've seen over the last several years. Um, and I think that's where we need to have our focus. And I think that's what people are doing.
2: Nice. I love that. You just, you never know what's going to happen. And I think it, a lot of it is, uh, is looking forward to kind of see around the corner what's coming up next in, in the marketplace. Um, a lot of it's, you know, what government is going to be regulating and, and dealing with those challenges. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um you have a couple more questions and we'll wrap up. You know, I like to ask people in our, our marketplace and, and if they could give advice uh, to a facility manager today, what would you tell us? I'd love to ask you that.
0: What I would tell a facility manager today as it relates to waste and recycling services is to contact an expert. Contact someone to help you with it. You know, like we said earlier, it's one of those things that falls to the bottom of your to-do list, right? It's probably not a, a huge item on your budget. Uh, maybe it is. For some people, it is, right? But they truly don't have the time to have to worry about it, and they shouldn't. And and there's companies out there like ours that'll help them with that. So if I had one piece of advice for a facility manager, a restaurant owner, general manager of a business... Um, call somebody. Call somebody to help you with it. Call somebody to focus on it. Um, call somebody that's using technology to help you with it, right? Um, there's things you can do out there. And I think people would be surprised at um, the efficiencies they, they see, right? That will result in in savings, whether it's your monthly cost or just time spent on, on garbage. Um, just reach out to somebody.
1: InTouch delivers energy management systems for multi site businesses. Using our fit of purpose suite of devices, we provide powerful analytics so you have visibility and control across all locations from one simple app. InTouch is the leader in multi site smart building automation, improving our planet and improving your profits one building at a time.
2: I love that. Uh, it's a great piece of advice. I think for, um, a facility management standpoint building your team and and relying on them and reaching out for help and getting expertise from from for your waste uh, you know management or new construction or you know you you name it i think is is critical to help uh manage all these facilities and and really um, manage the time because it takes so much to do all this so great advice i love that um and to wrap up, I, I want to kind of give the opportunity for listeners to connect with Zeders. And, and how do they find you guys?
0: Yeah, there's a there's a lot of different ways to find us. We are on all social media channels from Facebook to LinkedIn to Instagram. Uh, we're there, right? And, and we're fairly active on there. So I don't think you'll have a hard time finding us there. You could also go to uh, Zeders.com. Um, we've got a great website there, hopefully. Uh, you can find what you're looking for uh, and you could also reach out to, to me at Dan at Zeters.com. That's Dan at dot Um And we'd be happy to see if it makes sense to, to have a five, 10, 15 minute conversation with you guys and um, see if there's anything going on, if we can help you out. Great. If we can't, um, no big deal at all.
2: Well, I, I love that. And thank you for being on the show. I'm excited to, to learn about you guys, congratulations on your growth. That is uh, insane. You guys just had your 10th year anniversary, now 11 years. So I'm, I'm excited to see what happens in the next 10 years, buddy. It's going to be cool. I am too. The future is bright, Sean. The future is bright. Thank you so much, Dan, for being on the show. And for everyone who is listening, go check out Dan's site, uh, Zeders.com, and learn about these guys. They're a fantastic company, and they have a lot to offer for facility management. So thank you for being a part of the show. Don't forget to click and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. And of course, subscribe on iTunes. Thank you guys. Have a great day. And Dan, thank you so much.
0: Thanks, Sean.